With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, forward, prohibited by law, 18 plus, terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, forward, prohibited by law, 18 plus, terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacker Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to frito to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at frito Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of SB Nations. The Dream Shakes, the Dream Take podcast. My name is Mike Brown, I it looks to be flying solo here at halftime of the Houston Rockets versus the Miami Heat uh, preseason tilt. Uh, we are recording this uh, podcast as we have promised all of our listeners that we are going to go live either during, before, or after every single Houston Rockets game this season. So here I am talking about the Houston Rockets and their uh, possible rotation breakdown for the season uh, as they are trailing the Miami Heat, uh, 62 uh here uh, at halftime inside of Toyota Center. So, uh, Chris, we're going to get to you in just a minute or so as we break down here uh, what we are going to talk about here on tonight's show. So tonight's, uh, what we are looking to do is discuss all things Houston Rockets, 
uh, rotation breakdown. We want to talk about what is going to be the minute uh, allocation. What is it going to look like for the guys who should be starting? We believe we know three or four uh, of the, the starting spots, uh, but I think that there's still a lot to break down. We're going to get that started uh, here uh, at the Dream Shakes, the Dream Tech podcast, as we aim to be the most interactive Houston Rockets podcast in the game. We have our first speaker request for the night. Chris, welcome to the show. You are on the mic with Mike. What you got for the show tonight? Oh, man. Well, Houston Rockets. Um, wow. So I'm just going to confess I'm a Warriors fan, but I do like the Rockets okay. for, for a lot of reasons. Uh, James Harden used to play there, so I have to respect the Rockets. Uh, I have a lot of friends who are Rockets fans. But I think for the Rockets in their rotation, and I haven't really seen uh, – like I've seen a lot of like what Houston is going to do with their rotations, and I'll just say this – I respect what they're going to do, especially like because you have so many players who like you're going to want to rotate so many guys and you're trying to give, I know as a coach, you're trying to give everybody fair minutes. Like that's legit. Like, you know, I mean. Well, are you talking about, are you talking about during the preseason? Cause are you talking about the regular season? I'm kind of talking about both. Like I know preseason okay. is for like, you know, for like the, for the franchises to see who's really going to be starting, who's going to be the bench players, who's going to be like the six man type players and who's just going to be on the bench because they're going to be on the bench every single week. Um, But when the regular NBA season starts, and like I said, I'm a Warriors fan, but I do respect Houston Rockets because they have made me shut my mouth plenty of times. So uh, I'm not going to try to because we're, because we're, because we're the only franchise that had the the nad to compete with the greatest collection of talent in the history of the NBA. Man, you oh, and yeah, as and as and as a fan of the franchise, who uh, I will go ahead and tell you right now, Kevin Durant with the biggest bitch move in the history of the NBA. <laughs> the You're not the only one, dude. I'll agree with you. I will wholeheartedly. Yeah, I'll. I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll like, I'm not afraid to say it. You come to go. Don't get me wrong when I say this. And yes, Houston, I'm just going to say this about James Harden. Don't get offended. To any Rockets fans, do not get offended by when I say this. You had James Harden. You had Russell Westbrook. You had CP3. You couldn't win a championship with Russell Westbrook or CP3. If CP3 goes to the Suns and nearly wins an NBA championship, but then loses to the ultimately loses to the Bucks. We all saw that coming. Um, you're, you're talking I'm about the same say- Russell Westbrook that's one of the most overrated players in the history of basketball. Thank you. you mean, I was going to say he is like one of I the mean, most overrated. He's like a and, LeBron. And you, he's like a LeBron James practically. No, 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 no. Don't, okay, you well, can't put you can't you can't put a guy with multiple championships in the same breath as a guy that well let me explain myself when i said that because this is like okay. Stephen a this is like Stephen a smith we're like Stephen a smith and max kellerman going at it on on first day which is kind of funny what i mean by that is when russell westbrook came from okc which by the way let's go back to the players 
when Damian Lillard hit the deepest three I have ever seen and waved goodbye to Wesley Westbrook, and he had done it and won the games before, I was like, oh, Carmen's going to strike him between the eyes. What does he do? He goes to Houston. Now, we had, we've known that before, Westbrook and Harden have been teammates at OKC. They were teammates with Kevin Durant. And correct me if I'm wrong, and by far is probably one of the most legitimate small forwards in the league. Do I feel like he's legitimate, one of the best players? Uh, yes and no, but that's just because I think Kevin Durant made one of the worst moves in history and went to the Golden State Warriors because you mentioned that, and I'm going to say this, why he went to the Warriors, I will never understand. Oh, wait, break it down for you. He wanted to win an NBA championship. Really? Well, but Chris, we're, we're going to wrap this story up because we do have to get back to Rockets yeah, rotational obviously. breakdown. But what I will say to you is that it, there's no question about is that the weakest move in the history, not only in the NBA, in professional sports. Because his thunder had your Warriors down three games to one. He blew mm-hmm. it. And he then goes and joins probably the most unlikable cast in the league. I mean, I look. Steve Kerr is not a great NBA coach. I don't care what anybody says. He's not a good coach. He's Ouch. a good game. He's Ouch. a good get. He's a good game manager. Don't sit here and tell me he's a good coach because you I'm saw. Not, okay, bro, bro. Before not, not you, not you, not 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 you, not you. I'm talking about people who want to laud this guy. Okay, because I was like, five. I was gonna say, bro, not hold you. Because I'm not gonna no, say. No, no. That I, I, I'm gonna disagree. Like I'm not gonna disagree with you. I think Steve Kerr has done a. He's not a great coach. He is a great game manager, but he's not. Don't get me wrong. As a Warriors fan, has he been ejected for some of the most stupid stuff on the planet? Yes. But well, we're okay. talking, Who's about, the we're, coach, we're talking about the Rockets here and what the Rockets are going to be able to do. So needless to say, Kevin Durant, I know you don't give a rip what everybody says, but dude, don't ever, and I've heard Kevin Durant say this, and I kid you not, I've been ticked off by it. This is why I've lost my respect for Kevin Durant. He basically said, I would do the whole effort thing all over again. Really? Because if you did, I don't think I would ever cheer for the Warriors again. Like, legit. Well, you- but we're talking about the Rockets rotation. What the Rockets are going right. to have to do, because John Wall is no longer part of the team. Because they have mutually agreed to find him a new team. That confuses me. Correct. Out of out of Why? everything that John Wall, John Wall, came to the Rockets because the Rockets were like, yo, legit, we'll offer you this contract. You can play with us. He was also going to play with James Harden. Then James Harden obviously went to the <clears throat> Rockets fans. I know you're going to kill me for this, but went to the Nets. And then we also have that one. Down. This makes no sense. Well, why John not, Wall... look, Sorry, it's go not, ahead. You can't, the, the, the Nets are not, the Nets were hurt last year. The Nets are healthy. Milwaukee doesn't beat them. No one beats Brooklyn last year. They win an NBA championship. No, they they don't 100%. they don't win it. Milwaukee doesn't beat a, doesn't doesn't beat the Nets. If it wasn't for Kyrie Irving being out, and if it wasn't for James Harden, because here's the thing, we all know that the Western Conference is going to have to deal with the Nets. James Harden is going to hand his team a L, his former team. Not just no, the team. No, you the, Not just the team. But when you look at the Rockets without James Harden, do I still consider them a, a playoff team? By all means. 
by all yes. means, do I see the young talent that they drafted? I mean, they drafted some good players. Don't get me wrong. They went out and they they did the right. They made the right moves at the right time, at every single t- possible m- move that they made. Same with the Warriors, but the uh, Warriors, but we're going to agree to disagree. Yeah, we're going to agree to disagree. We, I, I, don't, I, I can I can agree to disagree with you if you if I say something that you disagree with. By all means, correct me because I will take correction like nobody's business. But what I will say is this: why the why this team is as good as they are is because I think the coaching staff is a lot better. They don't they aren't coached by Steve Kirk, which mm, being a Warriors fan, it hurt it. It hurts my pride to say that, but I got humbled when you said Steve Kerr is the not one of the greatest coaches in the NBA, and I will admit that. I will I will be glad to admit that to you. But do I think that the Warriors will beat the Rockets? Uh, they might beat them in a game or two, but if it was no, the Warriors the Warriors are the be- are better than the Rockets. I, I, you don't need to stroke the ego of the show. Well, I'm scared the, to the say Warriors that the are better than the better, Rockets. They should be. The you have mouth. Steph. You have uh, James Weissman. You have the, the waste of space that is Andrew Wiggins. Um, you, we have you Clay have, Thompson coming back have, at Christmas time, which is going to be Clay a good back, game. You have Draymond. You are better than the Rockets. I think that the Rockets long-term have a higher ceiling than the roster of the Warriors. But we've got other speaker requests, Chris. Chris, Thank I you. enjoyed uh, our time together tonight, but I'm going to send you. you back down to the gulag, my man. I appreciate your time. All right, we got another speaker request. Let's bring on James. You're on the mic with Mike. What you got tonight? What up, Mike? How you doing, man? Hey, man, I'm here living the dream. What do you got? Yes, sir. I just want to do a quick shout-out to the Astros baseball real quick. Oh, that's uh, fair. We're here for all of it. Yeah, we're not So, uh, for the lineup, man, I really – I'm I'm with anybody. Thais, Wood, you know, uh, Green – I just anybody could be thrown in. I think it's such a good lineup that like it's so versatile. KPJ, you know, throw in anybody. Literally, House can work in there. Gordon can work in there. Well, let's 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 talk about the guarantees of the lineup because I, I don't know what I really just went through with Chris. I think he was a Warriors fan arguing that the Rockets might be better than the Warriors. Uh, it was a little peculiar. Uh, but getting back to Rockets rotational breakdown. Kevin Porter Jr. Yes, is going to start, okay? The, the dude is a stud. Yes. Put up 50 points in a game last year. He will be the starting point guard. Against the Bucs? Against the Bucks. Jalen Green is going to start, okay? We all know that second overall pick. That's a given. There, then the question, Christian Wood is going to start, borderline all-star. Uh, tonight he has eight points, four rebounds. Yep. Looked decent enough against Bam. Although I do have some... I've got His issues with Christian fall. Wood just overall because I don't know what he is, right? Like, James, what do you think? Like, he's not yeah. a five. He's – I think he's going to blossom at the four. I mean, I really like Tice, what I've seen so far. I mean, it is kind of limited, you know, having that guy on the court that can't really knock down the three. But right. I think Wood. But he has shown four. he has shown the ability to hit a three when he needs to. Yeah, he but can, you know, you didn't bring Tice here to be on the perimeter. You need what did you? How many Rockets games did you watch last year, James? If I'm being honest, probably like seventy percent. Okay, sixty. Okay, so I watched every single game. I watched all eighty-two games last year. 
they could not mm-hmm. rebound the ball. You brought Daniel Tice here to be your bruiser inside. Because you've seen it tonight already. When Daniel Tice leaves the game, this team cannot rebound. They just can't. Now, they don't have Jayshon Tate, who I want to get to in a minute. But Christian Wood needs to stop acting like a small forward because he's not a small forward. He is a power forward. You need to d- stop shooting threes, Christian Wood. Yeah. Dominate the mid-range game. Dominate the paint game. You do not need to be shooting threes. It's just, it is what it is. Like, this. Yeah. Get the mismatch, work exactly. it down low. I mean, I could literally watch him do that all game long. Same. Do spin moves, post work. Yeah. I mean, it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. Like, you have enough guys that can shoot the three ball. Like, he's one of four from the three-point line tonight. Why are you shooting threes, Christian? Well, you don't need to be doing that. And what happens is when you watch a game like tonight, when Christian Wood goes out to the three-point line, there's no spacing because everybody on Miami is zeroing in on the perimeter because they're daring the Rockets guys to drive the ball to the bucket and go up against Bam. You need a guy. How many times tonight in the, in the first half did we see uh, Dante Exum on a roll to Daniel Tice going towards the rim? You need to have that guy rolling towards the rim. Christian Wood standing out on the perimeter does not do your, your – guys on the floor any justice whatsoever and he can hit the mid-range 100%. too i don't know why 100 yeah, so agree. you look at those three guys those three guys are going to be starting okay we all know that here's the scary part mm-hmm. if you start daniel tice game one what does your bench look like at the big position what do you have on the bench that's a big crickets a bunch of so a bunch of dogs at the four that can kind of just play everywhere i mean but not really a big yeah you're right you have I mean. two you have two guys you have usman garuba and you have alperin's shangun okay shangun yeah. I, I loved what i saw from shangun tonight okay we're not going to talk too much preseason basketball but the the thing i love about shangun two games in is that like he's not scared of anything like the dude will just go bang with anybody those types of guys you can't just find. Like the fact that Oklahoma mm-hmm. City basically gave us Shangun is a steal of the draft. I've called Usman Garuba. Why he's not playing tonight, I don't know. Maybe it's a scheduled night off. I know Jay Sean Tate scheduled night off. But like that's my that's the scariest thing is that if you start Daniel Tice and Christian Wood, one of those guys gets into foul trouble, you're screwed. You don't have a big. That's the one downfall. Everybody who wants to laud the Rockets offseason, mm-hmm. how much they did to the roster. There are still so many holes on this roster. It's ridiculous. The the front line. Yeah, I agree. I mean, the NBA is yeah. covered in big It's the front too. line I mean, is scary, right? Like, is Wood great? I, don't, I wouldn't call him great. I'd call him very good. Daniel Tice, I would consider him good, not very good. Shangun mm-hmm. is a rookie. Garuba is a rookie. You know, like, they needed to make a play at a guy like a Nerlens Noel. They needed to make a play for a guy like, a, I mean, a journeyman big man. I mean, anybody. I would have taken anybody. I like Tice, but the, the front line is scary. So you, if you're going to start Tice, which in your opinion, do you think they're going to start Tice? I think they are. Just what they've shown so far, and just it makes more sense to me. But, yeah, whenever you – I didn't really think about the big man situation in the bench and foul trouble. Yeah, that's going to be a huge problem. So if you're going to – yeah. And I mean, you're going to start... pray that Singoon and Garuba can develop pretty quick. I mean, and I think they're going to yeah. have plenty of opportunity to, and you know, in Singoon's passing ability, it's not like he came in here and was just hitting every shot and has looked awesome. Like that passing ability and his IQ, that's going to, that's going to stick around and just even get be, even better. You know, he, he's a stud. Okay. So we've tackled the five, right? 
What do you do with the three? Because to me, there's only after what I've seen tonight and through the first two games, there's only one answer as to who you start at the three. Who do you think that guy is? In your opinion, who would you start at the small forward position? If we're going to start Tice, Wood, uh, KPJ, and Jalen Green, who's your fifth starter? Uh, I would have to say Tate, just because I love Eric Gordon off the bench. I mean, bingo, bingo. There's no yeah. other. There's no other answer. Like there is no other. Daniel House looks horrendous tonight. In the in now again in a preseason game, totally get that understood. But you're going. He's go, It's not like you're going up against scrubs. Okay, keeping with the theme of the dream team, he's not going up against Alex Caruso, who's the most overrated player in the NBA. I hate that dude. Um, <laughs> but like, you're going up against Jimmy Butler. You're going up against Tyler Hero. You're going up against Duncan Robinson. You're, yeah, I do think this this Heat team is going to be pretty pretty good this year. They're going to be very good. But you look at what mm-hmm. Daniel House has done tonight in 18 minutes of play. It's not like he's getting six minutes. He's been on the floor for 18 minutes. He's 0 of 7, 0 of 3 from the three-point line. He does have six rebounds, which is great. He's got an assist, a steal. He's a minus 15 in 18 and in 18 minutes. He's still in a jersey. But the thing, but the thing yeah. is, right, he holds value to somebody. It's not to the Rockets. It's just not to the Rockets. You can't start Eric Gordon. Starting Eric Gordon does not make sense in any shape, form, or fashion. Here's my question. And if you're going to listen to this show tomorrow or in the coming days, thank you so much. Um, at BSW podcast underscore MV. Give yes, me sir. one legitimate reason why Jay Sean Tate should not be starting for this Rockets team. A guy that is coming off of a season where he was first team all rookie. Uh, what did he average last year? He played in 70 games. He averaged 11.3 rebounds. He only turned the ball over once a game, one to two times a game. He averaged a steal, two and a half assists, and five and a half rebounds. Why do you not start Jay Sean Tate? Like that's, that's, what exactly. I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, it doesn't make Man. any sort of sense. And it kind of goes against, you know, the, the rotation breakdown for me because there's no, there is no other answer at the three for this Rockets team. Like, and having a guy like, like Tate in the lineup, I mean, that lets Wood go, go to work offensively. That lets Green do his thing. That lets KPJ set up the offense. You know, Eric Gordon is kind of that guy that comes in, plays plays hard defense, gets up a bunch of shots, gets the offensive groove going. But yeah, I mean, he he's so great off the bench. You can't you can't. And Tate, he deserves it. He really does. And we t- we talked about this a little bit on the last show. The, look at this roster, and there are look, seeing John Wall on the bench tonight just infuriates me. Oh um, yeah, that and that. Calvin Murphy wouldn't even wear that suit. I mean, sitting well, not, right by the coaches, it doesn't make any sense. Well, it's not even that. Like, you're not a coach. You're, you're, you're not a coach. Exactly. You, are a, you are paid to play basketball. Now, when we say that, it's – are the Rockets better off with him not playing? Yes. But putting him on the bench and him basically just cashing a check for more money than a lot of these guys are ever going to see in their playing career – People don't talk about that enough either. The fact that and he's sitting right in between our guys and the coach. Right. I, I don't. I've never seen that before. No. Like a well, player sitting yeah. out on purpose and then being a part of the team in a way where he's literally sitting in front. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, it it's, make- the closest comparison to what John Wall is doing, in my opinion, is Kawhi Leonard. 
when Kawhi Leonard and the Spurs had a mutual agreement for Kawhi Leonard to stay away. But that's not what John Wall is doing. John Wall is there. And the thing is, you're going to look at tonight. Now, preseason game, no one cares. Okay? We all know this. The the outcome of this game means absolutely nothing. But what if this was a regular season game? Okay, Rockets Mm -hmm. fans who are listening to the show right now. What if this was a regular season game and the Rockets are down 71 to 53, which is the current score? You're, and Kyle Lowry is destroying the Rockets. What does he have tonight? He's got, uh, he's got 10 assists. He, I mean, he, he's controlling the game. You're going to tell me a guy that they're paying nearly $40 million couldn't help you win a game? What happens at the end of the year if the Rockets are in 11th place with seven games left and John Wall has basically just stayed away the entire year? That's a shame on John Wall, shame on the coach, shame on the front office because you couldn't figure out a way mm-hmm. to make it a beneficial situation for him and for the Rockets. There's... Or if anything, like pride to the side, imagine like a, like a bench with John Wall, Eric Gordon, you know, and somebody else like Singoon coming off the bench, you know, that would just be lethal yeah. if he would have he'll, never, he'll never do that. Because John Wall is one of the most selfish players I have ever watched play the game of basketball. I don't get the hype around John Wall. I've never gotten the hype around John Wall. I think he's a very good player. Do I think he's a great basketball player? No, I don't. Look at what he's done in Washington. And he's done nothing here. It's the same thing. To me, the difference with a guy like Russell Westbrook is Russell Westbrook is a freak of nature on the court. I mean, John Wall, I mean, he's he's a nice player. Yeah. You know, I mean, if you have something that you could bring to me and say, you know what, he's he's a he's an all-time player uh, because of reasons X, Y, and Z, then tell me at BSW podcast underscore MB. Why is John Wall lauded into, why does he, why is he given the opportunity to do what he's doing right now? Which is sitting out and cashing checks. That's what he's doing. He's healthy. He looks healthy. He seems to be smiling on the bench. I'm not smiling as a fan to have the, the, your highest paid players, you know, sitting on his ass doing nothing. Yeah. For what? You know, if you're the front office, figure it out. Go to this guy and be like, "Look, we, I mean, don't don't quote me on this, but does he make as much as our entire I mean, starting I, lineup?" I mean, I can I can right fig- I mean, I can take a look at it. I, I think he does. I mean, I'm trying to add it up in my head. It sounds pretty damn close, and that is just well. You look at okay. So what is he making this year? So right now the Rockets are 22nd in the league in salary cap. Okay, John Wall this year. I mean, he's making $44.3 million, okay? Christian Wood is making $13 million. Jalen Green is making eight. That's 21. Daniel Tice is making eight. That's 29. Uh, Kevin Porter Jr. is making 1.8. Uh, and Jay Sean Tate is making $1.5 million. So, yeah, he's making more than our entire starting five. Yeah. And that's the, <laughs> and that's the thing. He's like, do I think that he could be beneficial to the roster? I, my thing is right. A guy like a guy like Daniel is keeping minutes from guys like Josh Christopher and um, KJ Martin Jr. I think KJ Martin Jr. is the most overlooked talent on this roster. Period. End of story. Oh, I agree. I mean, just his highlights alone are insane. But the thing is, like, the only way he's going to get better is minutes on the court. He has five minutes tonight. Like. One thing that I want to talk about before we, we're going to go for about another 10 minutes here on Spotify green room. But the fact is that I've seen people clamoring for guys like 
Shangoon to go to the G League. That is one of the most asinine things I think I have ever heard. Because he, I no, don't he's th- ready see, already. James, I wouldn't go that far. I don't think he's ready. Like, he's not going to be a productive night in and night out NBA player right away. I think he's ready. Yeah, I don't for think the I say like I think he's ready to play with. That's the only way he's going to get better. Like maybe ten minutes a game or something. I would that's say 10, how I think. Yeah, hundred percent. Like rotation minutes, eight to eight to, to fourteen minutes. Because the thing is, like we talked about a few minutes ago, they're going to need him. He's your third best big on this roster. That's a scary notion. When you go up against the mm-hmm. guy, like imagine this. Imagine the Rockets are playing the 76ers and Daniel Tice picks up three quick fouls against Embiid. What are you going to do? You're going to put Christian Wood on Embiid? No. Yeah, you have to you go know? back to Wood. You may have to yeah. go. You're going to go to Garuba. You know, the way that Garuba's body type is, you mm-hmm. can't play with Embiid, but you're going to need Garuba to be a big. What happens when you go up against Joe? Yeah, Garuba, Nawaba. I mean, somebody. Well, I mean, you're not, you can't go to Nawaba, but the thing is, like, Look at the Western Conference alone, okay? You're going to go up against the likes of uh, Rashawn Holmes is a good big for Sacramento. You're going to have to go up against James Weissman. You're going to have to go up against uh, Carl Anthony Towns. You're going to have to go up against Porzingis. You're going to have to go up against DeAndre Ayton. You're going to have to go up against uh, Zion Williamson. You're going to have to go up against uh, Nikola Jokic. You're going to have to go up against AD. You're going to have to go up against... Rudy Gobert, like all of those dudes, that's the Western Conference alone. We haven't even talked about uh, Joel Embiid. We haven't talked about guys like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jared Allen in, in Cleveland. Jared Allen is, is a nice big. Miles Turner, you know, what happens when you go up against Indiana? You're going to have to go up against Sabonis and Miles Turner in the same night. What happens if one of your guys gets into foul trouble? You're going straight to Shangoon. So rotationally, that's where the front office has left this team extremely bare i mean does that make you wonder and think like at this point in the season if they still haven't filled that void like you think they might go back into like a little small ball action i mean god i hope not i hope not either but i I mean just when is it when has it ever worked when has it ever worked when in the nba has small ball ever worked it it works for some nights but you know when it rains it pours whenever it doesn't but that's the thing but that's the thing is like, okay, so who's credited with the greatest small ball, uh, you know, lineup ever? The Phoenix Suns team, you know, when they ran with Amare and they had what, Nash, they had Barbosa, they had Rajah Bell. Like, is that the greatest small ball team ever? Or what's that Warriors lineup they had? They had a nickname for them. It was like Iguodala and Draymond. And- but that's the thing, like Draymond is a prototypical five. That's not small ball. Like at least that Phoenix team, like Amare Stoudemire was a four. He was not a five. Draymond Green is the quintessential 21st century five, I think. So that's why you look at going small. That's what the Rockets, they're trying to do like a hybrid this year, it feels like. Like you're going to go with, like what is it? The Rockets' Mm -hmm. best lineup this year is what? It's probably going to be Wood, Tate, uh, KPJ, Gordon, and Jalen Green. I mean, that's probably, like, yeah. offensively, it gives you firepower. It gives you switchability. I mean, that's probably your best. In my opinion, that's your best lineup. And I hope we can find a one lineup that sticks and stays consistent. You know, I don't want to be, be switching all over the place. And I want our core guys, our, our, our solid guys, to get a bunch of chemistry this year. You know, that's what it's all about. Yeah. 
But that's the thing. Like, to me, the more that we have talked about it, and Lucas makes uh, the Hampton Five is what they called it. Um, Hampton Five. The thing yeah, is, yeah. I would not start Daniel Tice. And that's a, and, and people are going to be like, oh, what the hell are you talking about? Oh, you signed him to $9 million a year. Okay, well, let me rephrase that. You're paying him $9 million a year. You're not going to start him. Well, you're paying John Wall $41 million to literally not play basketball. So I don't want to hear from anybody about anything related to what you're paying somebody. You're also paying Eric Gordon $16 million to be your sixth man. I hate Christian Wood. Because to me, either you start one or the other. I'm not sending Christian Wood to the bench. That's that's asinine. That's why I'm saying, no, start Christian uh-huh. Wood. Yeah. You start Jay Sean Tate at the four. Ideally, if you want gun to my head, put me on a, a lie detector test. I want KJ Martin starting for this team. I want him. That, at they, the he would bring some, uh, some more height. I want him at the know? three. I want, I want Green. Yeah. I want uh, KPJ. Kevin Martin Jr., Jay Sean Tate, and Christian Wood. That's that's my five. That would be fun. Fun. That would be a fun, fun, fun line. Energetic. Like, give me – the thing is, right, The there's so many fans that are clamoring for different things to happen with this team. You can't have your cake and eat it, too. You can't sit here and tell us, you know, the dream take at the dream take on Twitter that you want the Rockets to lose to go get a better draft pick. Well, if you're going to do that, why are you playing Daniel Tice at the five? Daniel Tice makes you better. And I think that lineup will still allow Daniel Tice to play big minutes, you know, down the stretch. Massive minutes. Yeah, exactly. But start, you have to get KJ Martin minutes. Because if you're not going to get him legitimate minutes, then what the hell is he doing here? Like, what what is he doing on your roster? You're going to play him as what, Mm -hmm. the backup three? Because if you're going to do that, then where are you going to play Josh Christopher? I mean, I get Josh Christopher as a two, but you get my point. Like, if you're going to do that and bring Eric Gordon off the bench, there's minutes gone. Uh, are you going to play Armani Brooks? Uh, are you going to play – I mean, who who else am I missing from the, the roster? Um, DJ, I mean, Augustine. DJ Augustine serves a role on this team. I think he has a, a significant role on this team. Um, you know, but I like what I've mm-hmm. seen out of Dante Exum. I think Dante Exum – the question is, if you sign Dante Exum to a three-year, $15 million contract, I don't think a roster can contain Dante Exum and DJ Augustine. They're, they're, the, they're the same type of player. They're your backup one. So there you create some minutes. But I feel like Daniel House is a wasted roster spot. He, what is he going to do for you? Yeah, I mean, honestly, it kind of feels like we're just giving him minutes so he looks good so we could trade him, but I... I would have thought we would have done it by now. You know, I told. I mean, I think I think yeah. they should have traded him after the bubble incident. Honestly, yeah. If you would have told me five months ago he's still on the team, I would have thought you were crazy. But here we are. You know, I agree, James. I'm going to wrap the show up. I appreciate you spending time with us tonight, my man. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me on, man. You Take know, care. All right, you too. This has been another episode of SB Nation's The Dream Shakes The Dream Take podcast, breaking down all things Houston Rockets potential rotations for the season. Uh, We are keeping our promise to you, our loyal listeners. We are going to have a show every single night that the Houston Rockets play a game, preseason, regular season, and hopefully the postseason. If you are on Twitter right now, make sure to give the Dream Shake, uh, our mothership, a follow at Dream Shake SBN. While you're there, make sure to also give follows to the Dream Take Twitter account at the Dream Take. You can follow myself on Twitter at BSW Podcast underscore MB. 
You can follow my co-pilot, Mr. Jeremy Brenner, at Jeremy Brenner on Twitter as well. If you go to Facebook, follow The Dream Shake at The Dream Shake. Once again, we are wrapping up here at SB Nation's The Dream Shakes, The Dream Take podcast on Spotify Green Room. We appreciate y'all listening. Have a great weekend. And until next time, Rockets fans, go Rockets! Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical.